Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Anthony Richardson, here we go. <laughs> Matt Landers going deep. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. He, was, he threw that from the nine-yard line, and it landed on the 30. Rich Eisen, some of the coverage of the Combine from Indianapolis. Joining us on the Western Hotline is friend of the show, Chris Trapasso. Chris, good morning. Hey, Jeremy. How's it going? Good. Chris, an uh, NFL draft and young player analyst for CBS Sports. Are you, Chris, are you, by the way, Jeremy and Joe, good morning, everybody. Are you chiefly responsible for this uh, meteoric rise for Anthony Richardson as much as he is with the combine? <laughs> it feels like his combine followed up you, who, what, last week or two weeks ago, pegged him as maybe the number one pick. Well, what's funny is one of the higher-up editors at CBA Sports sent a tweet along those lines. They said, look what you've done, Chris Trapasso. Um, and it was really just a player meeting the expectations going into the combine. I saw it, a lot of people I talked to, and just from watching my film, like I said on, on the show, I think, about two weeks ago, that Anthony Richardson was going to test amazingly at the combine. Now, I didn't think he was going to be – Six four, two hundred and forty four pounds, and test as explosively as he did. You know, setting records at the quarterback position in the vertical and the broad jump, running four four three, which is ridiculous. Um, but it just kind of makes sense that every year after the combine, there's at least one or two guys that really rocket up draft boards. And I already thought that Anthony Richardson was kind of a, a mid round one pick to begin with. We don't see Anthony, or we don't see Bryce Young work out. C.J. Stroud doesn't work out. It was really Anthony Richardson in the spotlight, and again, he probably met or even exceeded the expectations. I want to bring back a question? I think I would have asked you first time you brought this up: the idea of Anthony Richardson going number one. Is it the Josh Allen effect in some way that elite athleticism is going to be something the teams value maybe more than they did ten years ago because? We've seen teams effectively bring along guys that have elite traits. And with more of the college concepts coming to the pro game, is this the next step, basically, for that? 
Yes, and I think for two reasons. One, everything that you outlined is spot on, that Josh Allen and I think to a certain degree Patrick Mahomes, they're the two kind of uh, prime examples of the high upside quarterback that has worked out. But also, beyond just like their stories individually, you can maybe throw Justin Herbert in there as well. Teams understand, oh, we need to beat Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs now. So you suddenly, and I constantly use the Colts as an example, you are Shane Steichen. You just developed Dylan Hurts, running quarterback, raw passer. You used him in the past two seasons. And suddenly you were trying to decide between Royce Young at 5'10", 204 pounds, and Anthony Richardson, who is the most explosive quarterback we've ever seen at the Combine. And I think it kind of makes it an interesting discussion because, again, Josh Allen's story, Mahomes' story, Trevor Lawrence, and just the fact that you need to play to the level of those quarterbacks, make those big-time throws, those off-structure plays um, to beat those quarterbacks at the NFL level. He also represents the exact opposite end of the spectrum of some of the other top prospects, right? Like you've got Bryce Young, who are people are waiting to see what he weighs in at and mm-hmm. whether or not you know he can get up to 5'10 and whatever. Um, <laughs> so with Anthony Richardson, of course, there's no issue there. On the big picture, Chris, for the quarterbacks, you know, Bills fans might be listening and saying, like, why should we care about quarterbacks? And the answer is you want as many to go as possible in the first round before the Bills pick because that gives you better players that could drop down to Buffalo's spot. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how much the combine changed this, but as of right now, how many quarterbacks go in the top 10, top 15? I think still four. I think uh, the four that we've been talking about for the last couple months here, Will Levis, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and now Anthony Richardson. I think if you look back at uh, mock drafts uh, just around the Internet maybe a month ago, there would be, okay, maybe Anthony Richardson somewhere in the 20s, maybe a team does the Lamar Jackson and trades back into the first to get that fifth-year option. He's one of the last picks. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think for him to be a top half of the first-round selection is almost locked in. Um, Will Levis, I don't think, had a ridiculous workout. Um, And some of the arm strength that he kind of talked up about himself, I didn't necessarily see him look that much better than, say, Anthony Richardson or even C.J. Stroud. But he is another physical specimen at the quarterback spot. And for as many quarterback needy teams as there are, even after, you know, Aaron Rodgers gets figured out, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, Derek Carr, I still think he will also be a top half of the first round guy. So, yeah, four quarterbacks going within the first 15 picks would certainly help push a lot of those quality non-quarterbacks down the board to the Bills. On Richardson, quickly, is it more the the rushing? Is it the speed, or is it the arm strength too? I'm guessing trying to figure out like how much of the the wow plays when he enters the NFL are going to be oh wow look at him run, or versus how much are going to be throws that only Allen and Mahomes can make. It's both, and that's what I think is it, it, it's a good question, and it's important to distinguish that Lamar Jackson was the best running quarterback, arguably in college football history. Uh, and we all kind of knew in that 2018 draft, he's going to come in and be a problem running the football as a scrambler and in the designed run game. Anthony Richardson gives you a lot of the same explosiveness as Lamar Jackson at a much bigger size. But with Lamar Jackson, it was more about like, hey, like what was the offense that he ran? Is he a great thrower of the football? I think they're probably about even in terms of, you know, 
what they can do, just reading coverages, things like that. Maybe Jackson was a little bit further ahead because he did run a quote-unquote pro-style offense at Louisville. Anthony Richardson's arm is way better and way more alive than Lamar Jackson's was. So that's kind of the comparison where he mentioned that he kind of uh, shapes his game around Cam Newton and Lamar Jackson. With Richardson, there's just more high-end traits, both with his legs and with his arm. From the quarterbacks to the non-quarterbacks, Chris. I mean, Bills fans, of course, we are uh, we're thinking about other positions. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you this one first: Which combine drills matter, and which ones don't? Let, let's get to receivers, okay? Because forty time, it feels like the forty time is the big headliner, but the cone drill and the shuttle drill these generally translate better for success in the league. How, how do you evaluate which drills matter and which drills are just kind of you know window dressing? Yeah, so for the 40-yard dash, how I look at it is for corners and for wide receivers, there's no study that's been done. I had, you know, have not done like any of them that, that have shown that, um, you know, 40-yard dash correlates with success at the NFL level. What you mentioned, the three-cone, um, a lot more indicative or, say, predictive of how well a player at receiver is going to perform. I just use the 40-yard dash to kind of peg where a player is going to be drafted. If you look back the last 5 to 10 to 15 years at receiver, if you're not running in the probably 4-4-5 or lower, it's going to be hard for you to be a top 20 pick at the receiver spot because teams, general managers, maybe even owners want to see all those boxes to be ticked. They want the production. They want the size. And I think now size is maybe not as important because the league has gotten so much smaller and faster but you need to have the speed. I think three-cone, short shuttle, and for me, it's those explosion drills, the vertical and the broad jump. I would like to see a first-round receiver that has somewhere close to a 40-inch vertical, um, you know, unless they're gigantic or unless they're super tiny, um, and then have that broad jump be close to 11 feet. So we certainly got some of that. It wasn't a ridiculously athletic receiver group. Some of the big names either didn't work out or didn't test particularly well. But, yeah, it's not as much 40-yard dash, meaning, oh, hey, he ran 4-3-5, he's going to be great. It's the three-cone, it's the short shuttle, and for me, uh, the vertical and the broad jump. One guy I wanted to bring up to you specifically, you know, we're gonna, I'm going to talk about tons of receivers over the next couple of weeks, Chris. Jackson Smith and Jigba of Ohio State. I yeah. saw some of his numbers on some of those drills. The three-cone and the shuttle were – what ninety eighth percentile? Like he, he had him. He did not run the forty, so we don't have that number from him. But did his stock climb based on those two testing drills? Yes, definitely. I think the general narrative going in to the combine for myself and a lot of people that I talked to in Indy was, "Hey, he's a great football player. He's kind of like Devontae Smith. He's not going to be a great athlete." But we certainly saw. I think he ran his three cone was like six point. Five seven seconds, which is crazy fast. His short shuttle being under the four threshold, I think nine three nine eight, which is pretty rare to see. There's usually two to five prospects a year that are underneath that four second time in the short shuttle. It's like Cole Beasley esque change of direction ability in tight spaces, and I think it was impressive too that he was. Six foot and over 190 pounds. I think a lot of people thought he was going to maybe be 5'11 and be one of those 170 plus, 180 plus pounders. So I think his size being better, the agility, and then probably the Ohio State Pro Day, he'll run in the four threes, 
suddenly, and that will probably be juiced a little bit, um, suddenly I think Jason Smith and Jigba kind of talked himself or, or talked everyone else into saying, hey, this guy's really, really good. Dude's at 19 years old with two other first-rounders at receiver. Um, he now is in the conversation again to be the first receiver off the board. Hmm. That's too bad, Chris. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All of a sudden, you know, and, and we've seen clips of this. I mentioned earlier with Joe, there's a clip of Brandon Bean watching Gabe Davis run a couple of years ago where he's hoping he runs slow because yeah. you're kind of hoping to slide someone through. And with, with Jack, Jackson Smith and Jigba, there's been this talk that, well, he was hurt this year. He doesn't have a year of production. That might drop him down the board, but doesn't sound like he's going to sneak by anybody really now. Yeah, I don't know if at this point it's just kind of funny how the combine can truly change things, and I think in most cases it, it's for the good. Before the combine, I thought hey, this guy could probably be there. We'll see Quentin Johnson go off the board, um, Jordan Addison, who actually was way smaller than Jackson Smith, Jigba, did not test very well. Broad jump vertical, where really near the bottom of the receiver group, ran in the high four fours, um, which was pretty surprising because. He'd seen fast on film, and to be 173 pounds, we were expecting him to run a lot faster. At this point, it seems a little bit unlikely that JSN would be there. The one name, Rasheed Rice from SMU, it came out during the combine. He actually played through the entire season with a broken foot, which I don't know how that happened <laughs> at wide receiver. I know, going back to Gabe Davis, that he played through that ankle injury this season, and that was kind of said to kind of limit his ability to change direction. Rasheed Rice had almost an identical combine at almost an identical size to Brandon Ayuk. And I know not many people think the Bills are going to go the free agent route at wide receiver, but those who do have kind of pegged Brandon Ayuk as someone that the Bills could add. And really thinking about Rasheed Rice's film, um, again, not as much separation this past season. I think he lost some of that explosiveness because of the injury. But 41-inch vertical, broad just close to 11 feet, that's what you want to see. Ran four five one, solid, you know, six one, two hundred and five pounds, contested catchability, and he's good after the catch. He's really this contact balance and his strength through contact. I think the type of receiver that the Bills need. He can certainly play on the outside as well. I think going into the combine felt like a second round pick if the Bills were gonna go that avenue at receiver. Now I think he could be in the conversation if the board falls a certain way, be the pick at twenty seven. Chris Trapasso, CBS Sports. Thanks, Chris. I know you got to run busy day post combine, so thanks for the time. Yes, thank you guys. Chris Trapasso on the receivers on Jackson Smith and Jigba and Quentin Johnson and Addison. It is kind of funny, Joe. Like I saw a lot of the, and, and you might be listening and think, "What do you mean he he came in shorter than they thought?" Right. Because yeah. Height seems like something you can't really be. You would think finding out about when they're twenty one years old. Right. You would think that we know how tall a guy is, but you don't until they go to the combine. Then you find out exactly how tall they are because they don't have the Tage Thompson growth chart in their kitchen the <laughs> guess, entire time. I guess not. I guess not. I, I kind of want to be the guy that's betting against the combine and maybe being doing that with Gabe Davis. Maybe he is that guy. Jordan Addison runs a four five five was his first forty run on Saturday afternoon, and I saw that tweet and immediately went, "This guy want." He was going to go higher. He was going to go. Early first round, maybe yeah. the first receiver off the board, and now he's going to fall because of a bad 40 time. That's the guy I want. I want to be betting against the combine. There's also, you know, the side of it where people will say, if you come into the combine overweight, oh, this is the biggest day of your life and you're not prepared. Uh-huh. Like, it's a character thing. Not to say that specifically about Addison, but. Because Addison is less than 175 pounds. Yeah. 
Like, that is actually what made it. I think Ben Solak said it was the second slowest. I actually just had that up. Second slowest 40 time by a receiver under 175 pounds since 2001. He ran a 4.55 and then a 4.49. But, like, I'm only watching highlight reels, not even, like, the real film. The guy looks shifty and fast with his with his college tape. And if he falls 15 picks because he ran a, a bad 40... Smith and Jigba, I'm kind of giving up on right now. Getting to 27. Just do, it doesn't make sense why he would fall to 27. No. I know he didn't play last year, but if he was that great two years ago at Ohio State, and he's got Garrett Wilson saying he was the best of the three of us, and all the tools are there, I just I don't see how he's he's going to fall anywhere near the Bills. I'm ready to make a Bills prediction on receiver. Okay. I'm pretty pretty strong. Pretty pretty strong, strong feel. prediction. Strong prediction. Maybe it's not that that uh, whatever hot take or bold. It's tough to have a strong prediction Ready? with a month and a half to go before the here it is for the draft. I mean, again, you can tell me. I'm predicting it strongly, not necessarily saying it's a strong prediction. How's that? Wait. <laughs> Pre- okay. What I'm trying Predic- to say is, you might I I'll, I might say it, <laughs> and you might agree with it. Uh-huh. I'm just saying I have a high level of confidence on it. That's what I'm going with. Oh, okay. I, I think I get the distinction. Scrub the last two minutes. I'd like to make a prediction for the Bills. There we go. <laughs> They're going to take Cole Beasley to camp, right? Cole Beasley's on this team going to training camp. They brought him back. Hmm. He has fewer options than ever before. The reason he left is because he thought he had better options. Yeah. Right? He didn't. Yeah. He's going to come. To, he's going to go to camp with the team. I don't know if he'll make the roster, but he is a very good. Give him a full off season to prepare. I know he's older. Maybe he's lost a step. They trust him. His options are fewer. He came back. They went to him in the playoffs. I yep. don't see another team giving him that big of a look. He might be at the point where he thinks, maybe I got one more kick at the can with this team. With Josh. Josh is his, isn't Josh his biggest ambassador or best? Sure. Like, Josh Allen is Cole Beasley's ticket. He couldn't stick with Brady. Right. He's got Josh. So I don't know if he'll make the team, but I'll bet you right now that Cole Beasley goes to camp with this group. I guess if I'm looking at it right now, how many guys are we sure are going to camp with them? Diggs, Davis, Shakir? Is that it? Those are the only three guys you're 100% confident are going to be with the Bills at camp? That's three names. Diggs, Davis, Shakir? Yeah, that's it, right? McKenzie could be, it probably will cap be cut. Candidate? We don't know what they're going to do rookie-wise. They've got practice squad guys, I'm sure, right? Isaiah Coulter, guys <laughs> like that. But Beasley, I mean, I I want to think you're right and also think they can't end up there again. Well, that doesn't mean they end up there. He just goes to camp. That's all I'm saying. A lot of guys go to camp. Yeah. But if he goes to camp, I guess he doesn't have to make the team. But... I don't know. I feel like if he goes to camp, he's going to be on the team. If he wins the job. But put it this way. Would you would you think they're more likely to bring back Jamison Crowder? No. no and if you I are, don't think. And if you're trying to grow Shakir into something great, you want Beasley there? Isn't Crowder a better idea, though, than Beasley? I mean, I know he was I'm, hurt all last year, yeah. but... I might maybe maybe Bean looks at that and says, "I thought we had a, a guy there that would help and us." Instead, and instead, a guy that was hurt all the time got hurt. Yeah, and didn't do much. 
But would you would you rather bet on the guy that hey maybe he could stay healthy for us versus the guy that you know is basically shot, right? We were already there with Beasley. We already two years ago we thought he was done. I don't know. I mean, it was it was an emergency. They didn't have guys on the team. I know. And who did they call in an emergency? Beasley. But, right. so, but they should not be in an emergency again. Exactly. All the more reason he will definitely be there. Because they're going to have I'm, I'm, they're going to draft a guy. They're going to that backwards though. No, no, because in, when you go to training camp you're going to bring like 12 receivers. But they're going to bring like these the Isaiah Coulter types, aren't no, they? No. No, I'm looking at their spot Desmond Patton. They're going to bring Beasley. Desmond Patton is more likely to be at camp for the Bills than Cole Beasley is. That, so who? You don't even know who Desmond he's, Patton he's is. He's under contract. I don't know what kind of contract, but right. he's on their page. Reserve futures? Yes, sure. Those guys go to camp over Cole Beasley, don't they? Beasley goes to camp to me if they don't draft a guy. Oh, I think he's there no matter what. I shouldn't say no matter what, but I is think John he's Brown there. at camp? No. They don't need, they need the Beasley guy. They need the speed guy too, though, don't they? Yeah. Not as much. Isn't that what uh what'd you say his name was? Desmond Patton. Desmond I've no I've yeah? never See? seen Desmond what, Patton in what, my life. What does he do? I don't is he a speed guy? <laughs> don't know. I'll look up his forty time. Not is, even is, really. Is Marquez Stevenson coming back? Is he still on the team? No, I don't think so. Did he get cut? I just don't want to be at a place where I'm back at the emergency guys. I don't disagree. Every I mean I pulled their camp roster last year. There's it's not I'm not tell, I didn't predict it for you to get mad at it. No, I know. I'm not I'm not I just for some reason I feel like if he's at camp, they plan on they have a real I don't want them to be at a place where they have any expectation that Cole Beasley's on this team next year. I they, they cannot I, end up at receiver again where there's any thought that that guy back here at that okay. age could be on this roster. Tavon Austin went to camp with them this year. Yes. This is my point. We had a week, I, we had a week where we thought he was like the number four receiver. I'm not we? predicting he's going to – O.J. Howard was at camp this year. I'm not predicting he's going to make the team. Mm-hmm. I'm predicting they take him to camp. All right, all right. Camp – camp's not the end of the world. I just – I don't know. There's got to be different ideas out there, even, even for camp. Paris Campbell. Is that bigger, though, than just camp, like one-year deal guy? It's a good question. I'm just scrolling through the entire camp roster to see who else. Here's another one. Would you rather have Cole Beasley at camp or a seventh-round rookie? I'll have both. It's camp. But I you can't mil- have 50 receivers. Sure you, can, you can. You can have like 12, I get right? A, I get a million. I'm just thinking there's always a better idea out there right, right, right now. He, I, I think I know what I've got in Cole Beasley. I'd rather go for even if it's a .01% chance of an unknown. I'd go for that unknown. You, I think that's me. That's me saying what I would want to see. I'm not saying that's what the Bills are going to want. And if Allen's got pull, which of course he does, and he wants Beasley back, then that's that's really all you need, isn't it? If it gets Allen's seal of approval, that's all you need. That's what I'm going for. All right. And he right. doesn't have options. I mean, he might not make the first round of cuts, but it just wouldn't shock me if he's back for camp. For camp. If he's on the roster... Well, that means he beat out whoever they had, and that might be where your concern comes in. Sure. How could he beat out? If he beats out guys for a job, that means they didn't get good enough guys. Right. 803-0550 to your phone calls. Right on the other side, if you're on hold, stick with us. We'll go right to your calls. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe on WGR.
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.